Hey everyone, this is Kelsey Jo Hillis, photographer, entrepreneur, wife, mom, and recovering people pleaser. This is my podcast, Picturing Purpose, where I have transparent and meaningful conversations with people from all different walks of life. My hope with this podcast is that you find encouragement, lean on faith, and trust God's purpose for your life. So with that in mind, let's jump into this week's episode of Picturing Purpose. Happy Wednesday. Thank you all so much for your continued support with the podcast. Remember that this month, 50% of our proceeds are going to Casa of Sebastian County. This spring, we are pushing towards more awareness of the show. Christian content is not always the easiest to push in the social media world, so please help us spread the word. Share the podcast on your pages and send the show to your friends. We appreciate every single person who helps us spread the word. You can donate to the show by going to kelseyjoephotography.com slash picturingpurposepodcast. You can even set up reoccurring payments. Pledging $5 a month to the show can help us significantly. The show takes a lot of behind-the-scenes costs, but we know either way that God's hand is on the podcast and it will serve its purpose. This week's episode is with my friend and pastor of Kingdom Church, Joel. He has been on the show before, episode 13, New Age Spirituality. This has been one of our most popular episodes, and I knew we had to have him back on the show to discuss other topics. On today's episode, we talk about a few different topics, but the end times was our main subject. With everything going on in the world today, many people wonder about the end times and if we are living in the days that are mentioned in Scripture. It's also very easy for us to go down the rabbit hole of conspiracy theories regarding the mark of the beast and the new world order. Although Joel and I 100% believe in the second coming of Christ and every bit of what scripture has written, we believe it's important to strengthen your personal relationship with the Holy Spirit and to not bury yourself in the what ifs. These are talks we have occasionally off air, so it was fun to record a conversation for you all to be a part of. I love having discussions like these. I believe there is a middle ground to all of it that we all need to find on our own time. Ultimately, my goal is to live as if Jesus will return tomorrow, love God, love and serve his people, and be prepared for anything the world throws at me. Do not allow fear or pride to take over your life. Live in complete peace with the Holy Spirit, and he will guide you and give you discernment for everything that comes your way, conspiracy or not. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, Purpose Pleasers. This is Kelsey Joe with Picturing Purpose. Today's episode is very relaxed. I have no script whatsoever. I have the wonderful Joel with me today from Kingdom Church. He's been on the show before, and you were actually requested, and when I say requested, by like three people. Wow. <laughs> I'm so popular. <laughs> Three people is actually a lot for my audience, so mm. that's that's a good thing. And specifically, my sister, who happens to be a more reserved Southern Baptist woman, mm-hmm. she enjoyed your episode, mm. which was a little shocking for me because not because like you said anything wrong, but it's a little bit more out of her comfort zone to be like uh openly spiritual and like i I don't know how to explain it you know you know what i'm talking about right well 
people are all all people are spiritual. They just some people reveal it more than others. That is so good. I'm glad you brought that up. Maybe that's what I'm going to use from now on because I've kind of had a back and forth. It, it, is it right to be more charismatic? Is it right to be more reserved? Like, what's the right and wrong here? Well, whether or not people realize that's, I don't think it's more spiritual than others. Is some people are just more comfortable mm. than other people, and because you got to realize, I mean, especially if they're Christians, they believe in spiritual things. Uh, you know, God is spirit, and those who worship Him worship in spirit and truth. So, uh, if they're born again, they have a born again spirit. Uh, Everything was created by the Spirit, even the things they see. So, as li whether we like it or not, whether it's comfortable or not, everything is spiritual. Even that door over there was created by the Spirit. And yeah. so, that's what I'm thinking is like, people are way more spiritual than they think to. Is sometimes they're more comfortable. They're not as comfortable with talking about it. but Or portraying it. Yeah, or portraying it. But yeah. here's the thing is, though, as the Bible says, deep cries out unto deep. There is a hunger on the inside of each one of us for a spiritual uh, uh, a spiritual filling or spiritual right. uh, we're, we're all searching for something spiritual on the inside and sometimes we think it's something you know physical sometimes but really it's all spiritual when it comes down to it. you know because I've seen I've seen lots of people they uh, they're very hungry people and they don't know where their hunger goes or how they control it or what they're searching for and they think mm. it's going to get their validation is going to come through I, I've seen I know this one person that they'll go through these streaks where they buy every like I need to buy every weight so they buy all their weight stuff in their garage and they got done it's like then they don't use it then they go and they bought like they go on this DVD buying binge and they buy all these DVDs and I'm like it's done why do you have to call me out like that, <laughs> is that you? I'm is sitting it? right here okay well that's I'm, well people do it and they're like this is no this is what it is and then all of a sudden they go on this uh you know, no, this is what I need. I need to get every ounce of CrossFit gear that I need to get. Then I get it. Then, yeah. then it's not done. And then I said, I know what it is. It's that spiritual hunger. And you think it's going to get, once I complete this thing, once I get all these things put together, then I get it. And then guess what? You got to go to another thing. And it's that spiritual, I, I'm telling you, it's that spiritual cry uh, on the inside. Once you get in contact with that, you can't. Because we want to be fulfilled. You want to be fulfilled. And mm -hmm. you're not going to find your fulfilling unless it comes from Jesus. That's, That's right. And that's what we talked about last time. So I'm not going to go on that too much, but go to the last episode. <laughs> and it only comes from Jesus where your actual hunger comes from. So yeah. everyone can say, I'm not that spiritual person. You're just lying to yourself. You just don't realize. You just have blinders on and you're seeing everything else. You're all spiritual people. It's just some of you are dead spiritually and some of you are alive spiritually. That's the difference. And so uh, you just got to go after that Jesus. That's yes. all it comes to. So I, we are eye to eye right now. Good. That's, well, you just spoke life into me too because it's something that I've just recently gone through as a Christian of like kind of my deconstruction of like just kind of being like where is my place in in here but the i mean jesus wanted us to go out and heal people and 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 pray over people and and live the life that he lived and where it's like we just exonate that out of the bible yeah even and you know and i think you know and you do photography you do mm -hmm. podcasts and stuff you know there was this 
And for someone beyond on here, you might say, well, I'm not called to ministry, so how can the spiritual part be a part of me? No, what's really funny is in the Old Testament, there's this person called Bezalel, and they were anointed, it said, by God mm-hmm. to create things, craftsmen. She was a, it was a craftsman that was co- called to create things for him. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you might think, well, what I'm doing has nothing to do with like everything you do can point someone to Jesus, whether it be photography or podcasts or there's and you can be anointed. there's even instruments or you know or art or your uh, political office or you know and everything can be spiritual because you got to realize everything we do it's either going to be spirit led emotion led or flesh led you might as well be spirit led when you do it there's no uh you're like well does god care about that yeah if it's spirit led yeah does God care about that? Yeah, if it's spirit led. So, and that's why you can have this, you can have fulfilling, uh, uh, be fulfilled doing things like photography or your, your work, your job, as long as it's spirit led. And everything can be spiritual. I'm not trying to sound like a super weirdo, uh, but you know, he is a weirdo. I, I am. But you know, I think sometimes we think, but God does care about those things, you know, yes. like uh, the things about everything you do. He, he cares about everything you do. The problem is you don't want to invite him in everything you do sometimes. Yeah. You know, because <laughs> you want to control it. You yourself. want to control it, control yeah. it yourself or, you know, it's not of him yeah. in the first place. Uh, mm-hmm. And, you know, because, you know, like she said, control it yourself. You could even do ministry wrong. Even yes. though it's a good thing, yeah, uh, you could even do that in the flesh and not be spirit led. Like cause sometimes he That's might right. tell you to do things, spit in mud and rub it in somebody's eyes, and that that would definitely have to be spirit led. That would not be. I wouldn't say. Some people probably do it flesh led. They're like, well, Jesus did it this way. This is how I'm going to do it every single time I pray for somebody. I'm like, I ah, don't pray for me, mm-hmm. you know. It, you know, but I'm just saying it's like you know. I think sometimes we compartmentalize God that he. Uh, he doesn't care about, like I said, physical things that we see sometimes. That's mm-hmm. like, he only cares about getting saved. He only cares about that. He didn't tell, <laughs> I don't know if this is even a part of what we're going to talk about, but he doesn't just care about people getting saved only. He does very much care about that and people getting born again and coming to heaven. But he didn't say, go preach the gospel of getting born again. He said, go preach the gospel of the kingdom. And that's a whole lot more than just getting born again. And that's why some people, when they come to church, they get saved. They're like, what is it after this? How much more? Is there anything else other than this? Like, uh, do we preach anything other than getting saved? Because I'm already saved. So is there other things yeah. in the Bible for me? Yeah. You know, kind of a thing. And that's why we stop. But that's why deep cries unto deep. You, there's more. You can go deeper. You can go farther. And some of you, like you might be saved and you've been born again and you, you live for Jesus now, but then it stopped. Or maybe you've seen other people and it stopped. It's because there is more. There's so much more. And Jesus wants you to be just like him. Yeah. And it might not, you know, look exactly like him. It might be in a different avenue than what he's done because we're not all called to be crucified on a cross. But we're called to go be like him in whatever avenue, in the highways and the byways and uh, in the government and blah, blah, blah. So how would he run government? How would he run a business? How would he be a photographer? Mm-hmm. How would he operate in that? So everything can be spiritual, honestly. Yeah. And we can be used spiritually and, by doing anything. Yes, really. and so it's like we can avoid the spiritual things because it makes us uncomfortable. But really, 
everything is spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> it, it really is if we want it to be. And I want to, I want to make sure because my sister does listen to this podcast. Okay. I, she still a very devout spiritual Christian. I think it's just, um, she had mentioned that she really enjoyed the fact that you were very bold in your faith. You didn't really care about what people might think of you. You um, just were speaking the truth and well, hey, yeah. ADHD quit fiddling with these things because the sound picks them up. Uh, well, you know, sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know, and, and, to be, and to be honest though, also, I do care what people think as regardless of what my wife may say, I do care <laughs> what people think of yeah. me because, you know, a lot of times when I do things, some people might think, oh man, he's so spiritual. He probably thinks, what, he probably thinks, what would Jesus do when he does it? No, I don't. I think, would my wife yell at me if I say this or not? <laughs> no, I'm not saying she. She's not. She, I think she say, Joel. Should you do that or should you not do that? Or that's a man thing because you guys were built to just like always want to uh, make your wife happy. And yeah. Like always, like never get in trouble. Yeah. Well, and then, yeah, and I, and I don't, and I do. I, I want to make her happy. And I, that was an accident, but I do want to make her happy. But at the at the same time, too, it's like I don't want to hurt people's feelings. I really don't. I don't. Yeah, want to, yeah. And I don't want to make people upset when I say the things I do. But you know, I just. But the thing is, I'm not a person that. Uh, I think just more than anything, I think. It's wrong to speak anything other than what Jesus would say mm. in the way he would say it, too. Yeah. And I think um, for what he's done for us, I just think it's um, irreverent of us to uh, hold ourselves into captivity uh, to what man thinks more than what, uh, what he thinks. Because mm. that's why it says in Proverbs, it says the fear of man is a snare. And many of us, we fear man. So, in a snare means... To not move doesn't mean to kill you. A snare just holds you still and mm. keeps you from moving, keeps you from speaking, keeps you from stepping out and doing. And that's what a lot of people experience is they have this greater fear of man than they do a fear of God, reverence of God. They revere man more than they revere God. Yeah. And so, you get, we got to get to that point where God is in control of everything. And, you know, this life is just a blip. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it know, really is. It's just a blip. Yeah. And, and I think of it like this because, you know, because I always, I talk about things like healing and stuff like that. God wants to heal you and God loves to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes you comfortable or not, people that are listening, but I, I he I does. But, listen, like, but this is why it's so important. I don't just say these things just because uh, I'm a health and wealth, prosperity preacher or whatever. No, we have one life to live as a sacrifice to him. One life. Mm-hmm. When you go to heaven, there's no more gifts that you can give to God. What else do you have to give to him? You have this one life, and he wants you to live this life healthy and whole so you can do things for him. Yeah. And I don't. I, I want to be here as long as possible. And some people are like, don't you want to go to heaven? Yes, I do, but I have this blip. Yeah. This one little blip I have to give him a sacrifice. And I can't give him a sacrifice of praise when I get to heaven. No. It, it's going to be easy in heaven. I have one life to give him a sacrifice, and this is a gift. My life is a gift to him. And the, the least I could do is just say <laughs> what God has put inside of me. That's just the least I could do. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's a blip, guys. I mean, really is a blip. So, you might as well, if you're a believer, guess what? 
most people already know it anyways. You might as well just be a, a whole on 100% believer anyways. You <laughs> holy know, roller. Holy roller. <laughs> hey, if you want to dance in the church, you just might as well do it. You got one life to live. If you want to shout, you want to scream, you want to run, you want to dance, you want to fall on your knees before Jesus. Hey, I'm telling you, when you get to heaven, you ain't going to stand there with your hands in your pockets when you get in front of him. You're going to fall to your face. And, yeah. you, and so however you would worship in heaven, you worship him here on earth. And that's what he desires of us. And so we just got one life to give him a sacrifice. So you might as well give him a beautiful sacrifice. So, <laughs> And we're also in the mindset of like being a, an American. Like we are so like privileged as a country that when we you know, have a bad day, it's not really as bad as a day as like maybe someone in a different country. Like mm -hmm. for instance, like Africa, mm -hmm. if you go to a Christian church in Africa, mm -hmm. they are, I'm there, the dancing, like praising God, healing, doing all these things because they've seen it. Mm -hmm. They've literally seen the witchcraft and the evil. And they're like, wait, they look at Americans like you guys don't believe in God. <laughs> Yeah, like oh, what? I got stories on that. I, I went to a school of Africans, uh, Af actually Africans, and they're like, I remember one class, there was like, this is at Oral Roberts University, at one class, uh, I was the only white person in there. Mm -hmm. And all of them were, when I say only white person, I mean like only American person in there. Yeah, I was the only white Anglo-Saxon American in there. Mm -hmm. All of them were. Uh, from Korea, Japan, Iraq. There was one there from Iraq. There was multiple ones from Nigeria. I was the only one in there. And talk about like when you'd hear the way they talk about churches, like wow. it was beautiful because you got to see, hey, you know what? Maybe they do it right. You know, maybe they do it right. Maybe they do it. And they all love Jesus so much. And so we got to look at self. And some sometimes when we see even people across the street, the way they do church, you know what? Maybe they... You know, maybe they, yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe my, <laughs> maybe us Pentecostals don't have it right. Maybe sometimes the Southern Baptists got it right. That's right. Yeah. You know, maybe some, uh, those Africans over there and the way they do church is better than us Americans over here, how we do church in certain areas. And so maybe, you know, it's okay. And so, uh, you know, we just got to look at ourselves and say, is a spirit led. Are we doing what God wants us to do? And now, of course, there's going to be certain people that are certain ways. So you got to reach them on their level. So you can't just, you know, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And so as Paul says, you got to be all things to all men to reach them. So, mm -hmm. um, I don't even know why we're talking. That. I don't even know where we're going with this. But uh, <laughs> well, uh, where yeah, we we're introducing the episode, which you know took us longer than five minutes, but that's okay. This yeah. is this is a more relaxed episode, which I told you would be. And the funny thing is, is that I thought about this before you got here. I was like, is there a way to have a relaxed episode about the end times? <laughs> Oh, yeah. I think there is, especially I, oh, if it's oh just gosh. me and you. I think that we are, our approach is pretty relaxed about anything. But, um, you know, this is more of a current event type episode. So I wanted to discuss a little bit about the Ukraine-Russia war. Is it an actual war now? Is it considered a war? I mean, war? they're warring. I mean, I don't, warring. I don't know if there's a declaration. I don't know what's going on. It seems like it's... This is the most hush-hush war I've ever heard. You know what I mean? If it's a war. 
it for, reminds for the videos. me it reminds me of the scripture of the rumors of wars yes it's like there's a rumor but it's actually on you know it just it just seemed like one invaded and the other one wasn't thinking they were going to invade kind of a thing and yeah uh but you know from what we see there's missiles being launched at each other so I, to me that's war yeah uh, i think and the crazy thing is that it seems like we're getting most of our actual 100% true news from social media and like TikToks from actual people that are posting things from there. Yeah, it's versus really Versus like the actual news media outlet. Like I watched a video the other day of a news media. I'm not quite sure who it was, but they went on air and was like, we're really sorry. We played a video yesterday that we thought was from... Uh, Ukraine, but really it was from something else three years ago, and <clears throat> they were just going on and on about like these different things. It's like, what do we know is true now? <laughs> it's crazy. We don't know what is real and what the is Bible. fake. That's why that, I said that's, that's the true. Bible. That's yeah. the only one you can go one to. One truth. Yeah, that's the only truth. And you know, because everyone, even if you know, like, it's crazy. Humans make mistakes, guys. I'm just yeah. gonna let you know and. I think sometimes we forget that uh, humans run uh, the news, humans mm -hmm. that you uh, ran uh, Nazi Germany, humans mm -hmm. are, they're the ones that make mistakes. And so there's, even when they do things, you know, it's like, there's always a little bit of biases. Uh, you know, if, if I did it, you can guarantee it's going to be leaning towards Jesus if I was the news leader, right. you know? And so, um, yeah, I just think, that's why it's so important that you have more of Jesus than you have of the news. News, I feel like the news is basically just a basic, just a prayer request. <laughs> like it's not necessarily like I need to live off of this, you know, more than yeah. anything. It's like, oh, we need to pray about this thing. It can consume you, though. Yeah, you, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you, you know, people that they first thing they do, they turn on the news and it's on all day long. Yeah, in their house, that's what they do. And so, um, yeah, you got to get, yeah. I don't even. I, I don't even really watch. I do. The news we do anymore. it. Me, me and Michelle would watch it like, uh, like when this all started, just to see what was going on. We haven't watched a whole lot since, but I kind of read reports on certain things of people that are down there. I've, I got people in our, my uh, network, my spiritual network. I'm a part of uh, that have missionaries and stuff. So I keep up to date with that stuff. They're helping out, aiding Ukrainians and stuff over there and yeah. um, feeding them. And so I keep up to date through what's, they tell me and things what's going on over there by, it's just crazy. And so from like person to person, person you're actually getting a really real Yeah, update. like missionaries that are over there. And how there. are they doing over there? Like what's. Well, they said it's like, there's lots of miraculous things that are happening over there. But I mean, obviously that's not going to be on our, all the news, but they said there's just, God's doing a lot of amazing things. Wow. And you're not hearing about it, but. You of course know, not. No, but it's just like, cause you hear that, that doesn't catch the world's eye as much as fear or. Uh, division, mm, confusion, confusion, mm -hmm. and because uh, people, we always want if we tell them the actual truth is like, well, you know, this is not gonna leave 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 them wanting more kind of thing. It's yep. got, we gotta. That's true. Yeah, we yeah, gotta have. We gotta keep them wanting more. They, are they doing this to take over the world? Are they? Why is this happening right now? Mm. Wait, is Putin trying to take over the world? Wait, Ukrainians, they were the ones that were evil, you know, and so it's like. Uh, that's true. It, 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 there's all these things. Is like it's kind of leaving because if you get a straight answer, you're not going to watch the news next day. Oh, that's what's happening. Well, let's just do this. The news would be like, well, if we don't leave them. We don't give them the direct. We got to give a little bit of confusion or something. And I'm not saying 
that every single person in the news is evil. Please don't misunderstand me, but I know multiple people that have said when they got into certain um, conference rooms and, and they heard certain things, they said the whole purpose of them is not to tell you the truth as much as it is to make money. That is the bottom dollar, mm-hmm. is the bottom dollar. Yeah. And so, <laughs> greed and power. Yeah. And so, um, <clears throat> sometimes what you're getting isn't what you need to hear. They don't. Yeah, and I'm not going to say everyone's evil because that is that's wrong to think that way. But um, or people may be not, not unintentionally evil, but the person and things above them, yeah, it could AKA be. the devil, yeah. is you know constructing all of that, uh, yeah, and giving them a, a misconstrued little right. uh, thing, and they're like, and they might be legitimately trying to give truth, and they got a piece of untruth like for instance that video you said they thought it was an authentic video and so they legitimately made a mistake and so uh, we just gotta realize is that you know the only thing that brings stability and a foundation to you is the actual truth and then you'll be walking in peace you can't walk in peace watching the news i'm just gonna tell you that right now right that's true so do you from your personal opinion i know that we can't ever we don't know when the last day will be, but do you personally believe that we are living in the end times? Yeah, but I don't know what end times to you means compared to what end times to me means. Like, end times to me, I was like, are we in the last hundred years? I'd say yeah. Yeah. Are we in the last six months? Uh, I say no. Yeah. If you ask me. I agree. Uh, You know, because God's like, oh, it's the end. You're like, see, it's the end. It's the end. I'm like, well, God, to him, Mm-hmm. The end is like we are literally a speck. We don't see it that way, but because we live only, you know, 70 to 120 years. Yeah. And that's a long time. And God's like, no, that's nothing. That is, yeah. that is, that's a speck of a speck. Right. You know, and so, um, because he created time, he lives in a place of no time. So to him, this yeah. whole thing is just like right. an anomaly. Yeah. And so. <laughs> <laughs> and so we just live in this little speck. And so, um, yeah. And, you know, because people ask me these things like, oh, even I bet. I all bet. The time, I, get, a pastor, it's I like get asked these constant. questions. Like, I get messages from people from old churches saying, Joel, is this the end times? <laughs> Joel, is this the end? I said, I said, this oh. is how I'd answer them. Because we got to realize we go through lulls and valleys and mountains sometimes. And to us, this is the biggest valley we've ever experienced right. N- not even ukraine russia before that like when the pandemic was right. hitting and yeah and all this stuff was going on they thought this is is this joel is this the end i'm said you have to understand something this is just the worst you've ever had it yeah that's true and what do you think the jews thought during yeah. nazi germany they probably yeah what do you think we what do you think americans thought during world war ii yeah you know, what did they, what do you think they thought? What do you think they thought during the Cold War? It's like every grandparent ever always thought that they were going to be raptured. Yeah, it's so it's like I, I remember this one minister. He said it like this. He said, "I started preaching Hitler as the Antichrist." He goes, "Then after that, I or first you know first I started Mussolini was the Antichrist. Then I preached Hitler was the Antichrist. Then I preached Stalin Stalin was the Antichrist." He goes, "I was wrong in all three, so I just thought I stopped all that nonsense and I only preached the Christ now." And so I think that's what we need to do sometimes mm-hmm. is like we, we're always looking, you know, and this kind of goes with, you know, Russia, Ukraine and all that stuff, because this is just that's the worst. I mean, 
when 9-11 happened, people were like, whoa, this is the end. This That's is like, it. I bet you even more so, probably the people in New York thought that when that was happening. You know, it's like, yeah, uh, you just we just got to look at life through a a painting sometimes like we don't look at just the corner we got to look at the whole picture yeah. and i think sometimes what we do is we look at this one little, oh chaos and i'm yeah. like no this is just this is it this is just the, the worst you've experienced so um we got to realize that uh, especially us blessed americans we have lived in such a blessed life where any sort of disruption Whoa, what is going on it's here? True. You're ruining my trips to the mall. I can't go to Starbucks this morning. No, I can't because they closed it down because of they didn't have enough workers because of the pandemic. Yeah. You know, or I have to wear a mask going mm -hmm. in. It's like that's just the worst you've ever experienced. You don't have a star put on you putting into a uh uh concentration camp. I was yeah. like <laughs> Uh, and where they're actually killing people and, and yeah and and i'm not trying to be insensitive to because these some of these things are problems that people are experiencing but you got to realize we have to look at this through uh especially when we're looking at life we got to look at things through the eyes of faith and revelation and uh ezekiel like because you know some people they're talking about uh they're russia good. Yeah, in Ukraine, relating that to thirty-eight mm -hmm. Ezekiel thirty-eight thirty-seven, all that stuff there, and they're talking about how Russia's this, and yeah. uh, that's who this is, and Russia's going to try to come. This is all part of a plan to take over Ukraine, so they have an easier route down to Israel to destroy Israel. That may be. I don't know. I'm not going to tell you that is not it, but I'm not going to tell you that is it. Yeah. God, didn't, God never gave me some inside information on that, um, <laughs> but on this, but He might give someone. You know, I don't know. For me, though, I. I I think we need what we need to do is um, like when we read end times and read it. If you are get freaked out every time you see something, that is a problem. That really is a problem. Yeah. And um, where's your heart at? And where's your heart at? Mm -hmm. And I don't want to say. Well, I'm, I'll probably say some things that I don't know, but <laughs> I'm not be saying because okay. I don't want to generalize people and say. This right. is what you are because you do this. Because that, I don't know. It's like when I say some people, uh, I'm going to say it like this. And so I, hopefully this isn't stuff on people's toes. But some people, they put their kids in homeschool or certain schools or they pull kids out of public schools because out of fear. And that's wrong. It should be spirit-led, like I said. Everything you do should be spirit-led. If God's telling you, if it's faith-based, if you take your kids out of school, it should be because out of faith, out of victory. That's right. Well, hey, we have to take one okay, more break. Okay, I'm sorry, And guys. then we'll come back. Hey, Purpose Pleasers. I recently tried out a brand new business in Fort Smith, and I am so excited to share it with you. It's called Natural Drip, located at 3123 South 66th Street in Fort Smith, Arkansas. This is the one and only natural IV nutrition and hydration provider in the River Valley area, and it is helping so many people. Everyone can benefit from natural IV, and it is extremely helpful for chronic illness, fatigue, sickness, dehydration, and so much more. They have several IV drips to choose from. I personally picked the Get Up and Go IV bag that is full of B vitamins, glutamine, lysine, and a bunch of other words I can't pronounce. It's only been five days since my IV and I can tell a huge difference in my sleep and I can also tell that my appetite has decreased. The process was so relaxing. I sat in a comfortable lounge chair and had a warm neck pillow to sit back in. It was awesome. 
What most people won't tell you is that even the healthiest athlete on the planet is probably not receiving high quality nutrients due to our nutrient depletion in the earth's soil and foods. Natural Drip fills you with nutrients and hydration, exactly what our bodies were designed to receive. Packages start at $100, buy five and get 10% off of your total or buy 10 and receive 20% off of your total. Natural Drip also provides private parties. The staff is so incredibly kind and I can see that they genuinely want our community to feel their best. The easiest way to find more information or to book your IV Drip is through Facebook. Find them at facebook.com slash naturaldripiv to book your appointment today. Okay, so we were talking about end times prophecy um, a little bit, and we got on the subject of not um, kind of living in fear of it. Like, um, yeah, it's okay to know like what's going on around you and to, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, it's not a sin to just sit there and be like, maybe it's in my lifetime. Maybe it's in my kid's lifetime. Yeah. Maybe it's not. Yeah. But I think just the fact of not letting it, um, consume, consume you. you. Yeah. yeah. And like let fear take over because I, I mean, from my perspective, I feel like that's just a tactic from the enemy to keep us blinded and not focused on the, real purpose which Mm -hmm. is spreading the gospel and getting people into the kingdom Mm -hmm. but it's like a it's like a fear tactic i feel like yeah i think um yeah because you know with the whole russia ukraine thing especially it's like people you know fear always looks for evidence to validate itself is what it does you know and especially if it's living inside of you you look for every conspiracy theory to validate your fear that's living in you that's true you know what I'm talking about for all you conspiracy, you know them conspiracy theorist persons. They yeah. believe in every single thing. And some of them may be true, mm-hmm. but the bigger issue is the fear that's on the inside of you. Yeah. That's the bigger problem. That's right. Because if you didn't have the fear, you wouldn't care if that stuff was true as much. Like it wouldn't consume you the way it is because you know you'd have victory in Christ. Right. Like it's okay to be interested in those and to like, think about them but not to just like sit there and uh, like we keep saying like to let it consume you all day long like then your your You're, focus is not on him yeah because then your life is built around those things and then it's not built around from flowing out of what jesus wants you to do right you know there's a complete difference because your fear will it, it, i mean whatever you worship the most is what you're going to live for that's right and so sometimes we if we worship this it, we don't like to admit these things it's like you know, like when a situation hits you, yeah. what you worship the most is how you're going to act right then. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because some people are like, oh, I worship Jesus. As soon as the situation hits you, oh, God, we're going to die. We're going to die. You worship death. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like. The anxiety. Oh, yeah, the anxiety you know, of you death. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's kind of the difference. You've seen the perspective difference. Like yeah. everyone saw Goliath and they st- stood there and were scared. But one person saw it who had the same promises that all of them had. Yeah. But when he saw it, he said, why are we not, why are we not cutting off his head? Why are we not killing him? Yeah, like what's going on? And this is a 12-year-old boy. Yeah. And so some people, you're wondering like, why aren't they worried right now? Don't they know they're supposed to be scared? Don't they know they need to have anxiety? Or like, you know, I think of it like, um, you know, with Jesus. Don't you know Lazarus died or, or he's dying? Why are you just standing here? Why are you here? He's your friend. Go and minister to him. And Jesus is like, I'll get there when I get there kind of yeah. a thing. His life flo- flowed from 
whatever. He didn't, like, I, I've said this before. I think I heard this from somebody, but many of us, what we do is we react to what the devil's doing instead of responding to what the father's speaking. Mm -hmm. And so what Jesus did, everything he did and said, he said, I don't do anything unless I first see my father do it. Yeah. I don't say anything unless I first hear my father speak it. That's and many right. of us, we only act and we only react to what the devil's already doing. And right. so we're always playing behind. And we need to be playing chess instead of checkers. And so we got to have a whole, in our game plan, the only way you can do that is being spirit-led. You know, and hearing what the Father's speaking, He'll have you have the answers before anyone else has the answers. And so you're not worried about antichrists and things like that because you have solutions for problems. Um, you know, and I, I, I might, you know, some people might disagree with my theology if we get too deep into this today, but, um, <laughs> okay. you know, but I'm just saying is like the same God that we love in John, John three sixteen, the same God in John that we hear John laying his head on Jesus' chest and it said the disciple whom Jesus loved. We love that God. We love that God. But some, for some reason, we don't love the God in Revelation. Yeah. It's the same, it's the, he's the same yesterday. The problem is we're looking at Revelation through the eyes of fear and we look at John through the eyes of faith. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so when we read like Revelation, it says this is a testimony of Jesus is what it says in Revelation 1 to give clarity. And what many of us, it, it's sad when you read a testimony of Jesus and the only thing you can pull out of Revelation is Antichrist. Isn't that a problem? When you say that's yeah. a problem, this, if you're not seeing Jesus and all you can see is Antichrist, yeah. if you're not seeing the Christ and all you see is Antichrist, sure, he's in there, but there's a purpose behind why he's in there. And if all you can see is Antichrist, you're not looking at Revelation correctly. Right. And if all you can see is 666, all you can see is the mark of the beast, is all you can see is this stuff, one world currency, they're going to take all of our freedoms. If that's all you can see in revelation that you're not looking at looking at it through the eyes of faith um in corinthians it says this word is spirit in order to understand it you have to hear it through the spirit yeah and he it said worldly and fleshly people cannot understand these things mm. and what happens is many of us like you said we were talking at the beginning maybe that's why we talked about that at the beginning is when we read revelation we read it through the eyes of the flesh and mm -hmm. fear and we're pulling out bits and pieces. And that's like when you just read uh, uh, things on the Antichrist and things like that and just pull those certain things, you're not getting the right context. Right. It's like listening to a song. It's like my uh, one friend that has said, he goes, I can tell in 10 seconds whether or not I'm going to like a song. I'm like, that's really like disrespectful to the artist. That's like looking at a corner of the painting and saying, well, don't try listening to Maverick City song because you won't get to the. Yeah, I don't know, you know, it's like listening to a corner uh, or looking at a corner of a painting and saying, I can tell the rest is painting. I'm like, you could look at the corner of, you know, there's certain paintings you might love and you're like, right. well, who knows it? But what you're doing is you're focusing on one little speck and you're not looking at the whole picture. And that's what a lot of people do when they look at Revelation. They look at one little speck of Revelation and they don't look at the whole picture. We've got to realize Revelation just like all the other letters in the New Testament were meant to be read as one. We are the ones that added, uh, which I do believe they were there for a purpose, but we're the ones that added in the scriptures and verses and commas and periods. It was meant to be read as a whole. John's the one that wrote Revelation and he wrote it, not so you can just read bits and pieces, but I mean, you can tell a lot of people don't read Revelations and they know a lot about the Antichrist mm -hmm. because 
then I tell them, hey, you're not going to live in heaven forever, like for real. It's like there's like two chapters talking about it at the very end of Revelation after the Antichrist. You know, we're going to live here on earth. Are you kidding me? I'm like, don't worry. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be perfect. It's going to be heaven on earth. And it's going to be awesome. That's why I like talking to you about end time stuff because you're like, it's going to be great. Like, I'm so excited. Like, we but should be, we, we should be excited, joyful that this is this time of Jesus coming back. Like, we should be so excited that Jesus is coming back. Yeah, he's coming back and to rule and reign here on earth. Yeah. And I'm like, and guess who's ruling and reigning with them? Believers. Yeah. And it said that he's he is the king of kings. That means there's other kings that are going to be ruling on this earth with him. Yeah. And so um, he'll be in, he'll be the head, you know, honcho, the, uh, of our theocracy. He'll be sitting there in Israel, uh, in Jerusalem. He'll be running the show. That's right. Uh, and uh, there will probably be kings and things on other nations and stuff like that and it's gonna be amazing it's it will be awesome and yeah. that's and I'll, there will be nations i'm telling you i do believe it i believe there will be countries and stuff just like there are now and it's just like there's you know i, I believe because god believes in harmony he doesn't believe he believes in diversity he believes in harmony mm -hmm. and you can't do it if we're all the same exact thing yeah. you know what i mean and i i love uh, diversity and harmony and many people they don't know how to hang out with people that aren't like them mm -hmm. and so God's like no you need to learn and have harmony that's why you have you know different notes playing at the same time it should be beautiful but a lot of times it's like Bleh. and so <laughs> and God's going to show us how to operate you know and be different and uh, but anyways yeah uh, so it's going to be a good time so I can tell a lot of people when they don't read uh, Revelation is like well tell me they're like, I'm not going to be in heaven forever. No, that's not how it works. And they're like, oh my gosh. I was like, but you know about the Antichrist. And I'm like, you know, that's where it kind of gets frustrating. I was like, heaven's. They focus on the, on the fear. The fear and the, things. And, and the so, evil. Like I said, fear will always look for evidence to validate itself. Well, and like, I'll openly admit that whenever like COVID started happening, like that really kind of like opened my eyes to so many things in which I'm glad that it opened my eyes to all, to all of it. But I kind of went down the rabbit hole of, you know, I watched all the conspiracy um, documentaries, like the fall of cabal and Illuminati. Yeah. Like all the Illuminati, which I think that was kind of discovered like earlier on yeah. when the Beyonce Jay Z thing came oh, out. Yeah, yeah. But like just all those things that it, it can really consume you. And yes, like, could that be 100% real? I do believe that child sex trafficking is a huge problem in the world. Like, that's 100% fact. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, like, all the other conspiracy theories that fall into that, like the, I think it might have been the Fall of Cabal one that was like 10 videos on YouTube. And then you can really, I mean, you could waste your whole day watching that thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and there are a lot of good parts to it that like it, it talked about so many different things that are, could possibly be 100% true. Yeah. But then the last video was like, we believe that um, people are time traveling. And <laughs> I was like, okay, you've lost me. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And that's what I'm uh, <clears throat> You're not going to, unless you're solving the case, guys, I'm just telling you. <laughs> Everybody wants to be the detective that solves the case. <laughs> I, I have I have information no one else got yeah. here. 
<laughs> I got information that no I one am out the, the conspiracy I theorist. am the one writing these. I have information you have no idea exists. And I'm like, and I, I no, I said, no, I have information. It's called the Holy Spirit. And if you really want to help solve these problems, yeah. get in the spirit. Yeah. I mean, for real. I yeah. mean, just like pray. Yeah. You know, pray for those people that are, you know, FBI agents that are good and they're, that's yeah. their life. That's what they're called to do. Yeah. And pray for police officers, pray that they would fight because God loves justice. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes he wants, he doesn't want to just kill people. He wants to catch them, get them saved, throw them in jail, but stop the pain and all this stuff. And, yeah. and pray he, for the bad ones too. Pray for the bad ones too, that God would come and just, you know, get them saved. And they say, you know what? I got to set all these girls free or I got to set all yes. these children free, you know? And I think sometimes that's why I say you got to play chess, not checkers. Yeah. Fear will only play checkers. You're that's only going to be playing catch up. And that's why you got to play with God and like, God, you're going to always win. You're that's always true. going to win and have victory. And the beautiful part is you get to keep your peace at the same time. Mm, yeah. And so you got to play chess and not checkers. And that, and the only way you can do that is in the spirit. And you're going to have, when the devil is trying to throw things, you'll already be a step ahead of him and right. you'll already be past him. And he's like, oh man, I'm just, cause that's all he, he doesn't have supernatural knowledge. I mean, he is a uh, spiritual being. He may see things, you know, because, you know, there's a bunch of demons and whatever everywhere. But but that's the most he can do. God knows five minutes ahead of the time. The devil don't. God knows what's going to happen if you do this and if you don't do this. God knows all those answers. And he knows what that person's going to do. He knows how they're setting up plans over there. And he knows that you can be a step ahead of him before he can ever do it. So. Instead of being uh, a conspiracy, fearful person, Mm -hmm. be a person full of the spirit and full of victory. And then you'll go out and do what God's called to do and bring heaven to earth. That's right. Because if you can, if you fill your mind with all of these conspiracy theories and you're just constantly engaging in it, you're wasting that time that you could be living in the spirit and going and and reaching people and changing people. Yeah. And doing, doing uh, things that God wants you to do within those people and, yeah, leading them to Christ, and it—it's crazy if you really think about it. How much time I wasted being in that mindset after mm-hmm. COVID started, of where it was just like it consumed me, and now I'm in that that aspect of like it was crazy because when the Ukraine Russia thing started to happen, old Kelsey would have been like, "Oh my gosh, like this has to be like part of the end times prophecy," and all these things and I would have just like researched and gone down the rabbit hole once again. But this time it was a, it was different. It was like, yep, here's another step. Mm -hmm. This, this is just going, all of these things have to happen in order for him to come back. Yeah. It's going to happen guys. I'm going to let you know, (laughs) but it doesn't mean, but there's so much joy even Mm -hmm. in the end. I I think sometimes that's what you don't see. And second, I will actually, I want to really hit on this is that in the end times, even when, now you guys, we're going to have all these pre-trib, post-trib, mid-trib questions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But Mid-trib? No, there, there's Never everything. Never once heard of that there one. Mid, there's all kinds of tribs. And so... Um, what a if, trip. If you guys don't... Yeah. <laughs> if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about rapture. Some people believe it happens before... Uh, the seven years or whatever. Right. Some people don't even believe in the seven years. Some people were living in the tribulation now. Oh my There's just so many different things. But I think the biggest focus here is, you know, even when it says, even when the Antichrist is in charge, 
and he's ruling his 12 horns or 13 horns or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And he's running that. And um, it says he only has control over so much of the world. Mm -hmm. That's Isn't that funny? Is yeah. that Satan, when he's using the Antichrist, only has control of so much of the world's population. And many of you, you think he's going to control the whole entire world. Mm -hmm. He's not. That's not even, it's not even biblical. And so I think that's why some people think it's, I, I, I don't even think it'll even hit America, guys. And not because I, I believe I'm going to be gone the rapture before, just so you guys know. Uh, I'm gone. I'm going with Jesus. Yeah. And some people like would say, well, were you just going to, no, I don't want to get out. Honestly, I don't, but I know that's what's going to happen. It'd be the first time in history that God left his children when he's bringing his wrath to earth. Yeah. It'd be the first time. Yeah. Noah's Ark, what did he do? He saved all of his righteous. Sodom and Gomorrah, what did he do? Saved all of his righteous. Mm. And so it would be the first time when his wrath is being poured out that he don't save his righteous. Right. And so it would be against what he's always done, you know? Right. And so just in that aspect, but then I've had people say to me like, well, Joel, how are people going to get saved? You obviously have not read all of Revelation. I mean, there's going to be the two witnesses. There says there's going to be angels going and ministering and preaching the gospel. It says there's going to be 144,000 witnesses that are going to be preaching the gospel. That's a lot of witnesses. And so, I mean, just you saw what happened when 12 disciples started going out. What happened when you have 144,000 disciples start going out? You know what I mean? Right. And I think sometimes we're like, we limit God and what he can and cannot do. If all the believers are gone, how can this happen? I'm like... God's okay. We probably we probably thought the same thing. You know, if Jesus is gone, how are people going to get saved? And God's like, don't worry, I got a plan. I got, I got this. Yeah, I got this. You know what I mean? And people thought the same thing. It's like, you know. And I think sometimes we just need to quit with the fear. I think we don't like to say that's what it is, but there's a big chunk of fear on the inside of us, and we just got to have right. victory. Right. I was, uh, you know, someone was talking to me about something about you know, demons or whatever, I, you know, I turn, starting to get really weird guys with you guys now. But uh, <laughs> Oh, it's going to get even weirder because I have a topic that I want to talk okay, about. Okay, okay, good. Uh, well, you know, someone brought up a story to me about like, you know, doesn't that scare you something about demons? I said, let me tell you something. Demons are so stupid and so dumb. They are just stupid <laughs> and dumb. First off, why would you turn your back on God? You got to be stupid and dumb. And then secondly... They're like, I say it like this. You know what snakes do? Whenever they're scared, they coil up and they turn their rattler because they're scared of you. That's right. You know, I said, because what someone said is like, well, if a demon starts crawling up a wall and I'm casting out a demon or something, well, I'd be freaked out. I was like, it's scared of you. That's why it's doing it. It's trying to pull you out of faith to That's put right. you fear because right. it's scared of you. Because if you know what you can do to it, it can't do nothing. That's it's right. got to listen to you. And that's the same thing with Revelation, what the devil tries to do with Revelation. He gets you so scared. Yes. He wants you hiding in a bunker, mm -hmm. storing up food. So you hide in there. <laughs> so you go and don't go do what he's called you to do. You know what I mean? The fear of man is a snare. And what he, you don't like to admit this, but the fear of man is a snare. And this is stuff I, you act like, I, I'm not saying I'm not afraid of anything, mm -hmm. but I'm just saying I have 
come to evaluate myself and this is if i don't do it i can make all the excuses in the world but it comes down to fear many of the times yeah and so we got to just accept the fact when we do these things is it fear-based mm -hmm. is it faith-based because jesus didn't go hide in no bunker when there were roman soldiers on every corner trying to kill people to do him he went about doing good healing all that were oppressed of the devil mm -hmm. and people were laying out running out into the streets just to touch the hem of his garment not just that one lady it said in this town it happened in another town it happened people were just running out and jesus is like come all who are hungry and thirsty and we got to realize we got to get to that point that we have that same jesus that on the inside of us in yeah him. and we yeah. got to go out and goes come all who are hungry mm -hmm. i'll give you the answer it's jesus he's going to equip us no matter what yes and so he'll give you the grace to overcome anything that's coming to you and, you know that's why it says no temptation it sees you except what is common to man and god is faithful he'll never let you be tempted beyond what you can bear but when you are tempted he'll always always provide a way out so you can stand up under it and so whenever these things come at you you're like he's going to give me grace to do this he's going to give me grace to do this yeah. he's going to give me grace to do this and so um i'm not with that being said if you have a bunker or you have buckets of dry food, uh, of grains that can last you years. Uh, you know, at the same time, I think God is so graceful and merciful that he wants people that um, maybe aren't making it, that are going to have a stash. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think he's like, I want to feed them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. During that time, I think he does. Actually. So with that being said, I don't think, you know, I think it's also God's plan. I, I, you know, some people might think I'm crazy too. Like, it's like, I'm a, I believe in both. You know, it's like, you know, when someone was telling me, oh, if you take the vaccine, it's um, evil. If you don't take that vaccine, you're being evil. I said, if you take the vaccine, you better take it in faith. If you yes. don't take the vaccine, don't take it in faith. Because okay. sometimes God has called people to go to places they wouldn't have their job unless they took their vaccine. That's right. That's right. And he's called people to be teachers. Mm, yeah. you take it in faith and that's why that's it says right. though if you do this he said won't let any so if you believe there are harmful and deadly things in it just pray god do you want me to do this and if you want me to do it i'll take it that's right you know what i mean and so he'll t it says no deadly thing will harm you and mm -hmm. so like i would believe in that that situation if you do it take it in faith and so um i think sometimes what we do it now if it's the mark of the beast I th i'm pretty sure you'll evidently you'll know it yeah i think sometimes we think it's going to be some secret god ain't going to make it a secret mm -mm. and that's what i wanted to get into i don't want to accidentally take them <laughs> so you remember when uh, uh gosh jesse and i came over to y'all's house and we had dinner and we kind of got on the subject of uh are you looking outside? Yeah, I was just seeing. Yeah, I know it's crazy, isn't it? I don't think it's. I don't think it's uh, freezing on the roads just yet. No, I'm not it worried about it. It doesn't look like it. You can walk home if you need to. <laughs> My car will probably be down the street at this point. It's sliding. <laughs> um, but uh, we were we had a conversation about this because we got on the subject of like the metaverse and um, like the oh, gosh, goggle yeah. things that all the people yeah. are wearing now. Well, <clears throat> the reason that I'm bringing this up is because we. Uh, yesterday I was watching a video of a podcast. Um, some guys were interviewing the guy that owns the UFC. I can't remember what his Dana name Dana White. Yes. They're interviewing him. And he like nonchalantly, they brought up the metaverse and he was like, oh yeah, like we're, we're actually like in the works of like planning a UFC fight in the metaverse. That's hilarious. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, and that's like being worked on 
in this moment. Like it could be within the next few months, six months, a year. And we had just talked about this at your house Mm -hmm. where we just our own opinion kind of believe that the mark is going to be something that you want, like something that is going to be really hard to say no to. Kind of like when the new iPhone comes out. Everybody wants a new iPhone. Why? Because don't you understand it has 11 megapixels instead of 10. I'm like, yeah, that's not going to change my life. I mean, well, Joel, no, the bezel, it doesn't have a black uh, mark around the outside. It (laughs) goes all the way to the edge now. I'm like, that's not that big of a difference. You know what I mean? I'm like, it doesn't change my life. Like, I don't care. My cracked screen is perfectly okay with me right now. I just, I just feel like a, a, the metaverse may have something, may play a big role in that. Oh, it might. You know, oh, I, you that, know like, I said this before. Guys, I don't know the name of this movie, but someone might, may be on to something. There was this movie, you know, back in the Left Behind days when mm-hmm. that, mo- that movie came out. There was like, guys, I'm telling you, there were movie after movie. Movies. There were rapture movies coming out left and right at that uh, time. It must have been because it was around the year 2000 or something like that. Yeah. But there were rapture movies like crazy at that time. And there was one in it. I think Mr. T was in it. There was one. I'm not lying. There was like a whole bunch oh, of I believe you. There was the Left Behind uh, series. There was the Omega Code series. There was another one. But there was um, there was one around that time. And what happened was they were giving these like special glasses. And you'd be brought in. And as soon as you got these glasses, you put them on. The Antichrist was there. Mm. And blah, blah, blah. And people that were paralyzed, like if they put on these glasses, they could walk again. It was almost like they created a universe that was better than the one they were living in. Hmm. You know what I mean? And you, knew, uh, I'm not saying that's what it is, but uh, this is just a fun way of thinking. Think about how some people love social media more than they almost love living in this life now. Yep. And, and you know, it's kind of like a fake life. It, I, Our virtual you know, life. You know what it remembers up? Reminds me of Dwight when he created in the office he created a version of himself in second life or something like that i don't remember the only thing he he was well anyways in the office there was this episode where dwight Schrute he created (laughs) in this game where you what's up with pastors liking the office no well it it must be our age everyone watched it i remember 2004 (laughs) that was the greatest time ever when that that show came out um but 2005 i remember i mean i I, I don't know why I watched it. Even the first season, I thought it was hilarious when it first came out. It is out. a hilarious show. But anyways, um, I haven't watched it probably in, I don't know, four years, three years. I haven't watched an episode. I wish I would. I don't know. Maybe I don't. Probably good. I don't. <laughs> anyways, but there was an episode where Dwight Schrute created a, uh, it's called Second Life, and he created a version of himself that was better than him. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, what? he looks the exact same, and he's a paper salesman. And the, the, oh, yes, yeah. yes, and yes, then yes, the only yes, difference yes. was he could fly. Yeah. And so it's like we all have these versions of ourselves that, and, you know, it could be like the Matrix sort of thing, you know, like we're all plugged. I don't know. I, I know we're getting on to conspiracy theories, but I just think. And that's okay. I'm not totally. We're not, we're not yeah. being dogmatic about this thing. This is yeah. what it's going to be. I'm just saying it's like, but sometimes we, you know. Well, in the Bible, doesn't it say that we are going to be like, even Christians are going to be deceived? Yeah, it'll, it'll be. Yeah, even those who are, uh, they'll be deceived by those. Now, with that being said, that, does that mean they're going to take the mark? Does that mean they're going to? I don't know all that, uh, mm-hmm. but I do know that even then they'll be thinking and believing because this is the signs and wonders that he'll do, kind of yeah. a thing. But uh, you know, this digital life—it is a 
some people, they want to be connected all in. As soon as they can go all in, they're going to go on. So I don't know. You know, I would say be careful if I'm all like the most I want to do is a cell phone. As soon as they brought a watch or uh, there's glasses or contacts in the future, I'm like, dude, I ain't about that. That's just way I don't even like wearing glasses. Well, now. That, that's kind of my next question is like if a couple years from now, everybody is in the metaverse and we're just like we've got these goggles on everywhere we go. Well, we're in our house with our goggles on Why and we're virtually going everywhere. What if I mean, it's. I mean, we are called to be set apart, but like, if everybody else is in the metaverse and we're just standing there, like, hey. Well, I mean, that's that's why I even love like uh, what Craig Groeschel's doing over there at Live Church. They're creating yeah. church on the metaverse. In that, in that crazy. Wow. They're creating a metaverse. I didn't know that. Yeah, they, they have a met in people. It's funny. Mm. It, they have a metaverse church where they're reaching people that are stuck in the metaverse. So wow. Um, you know, uh, I won't. I don't think I'm called to that ministry. You know, we but I think that's amazing that they're like playing, they're reaching people. You know, I remember him saying one time, he said, uh, I'll do anything short of sin to reach someone for Jesus. And so like, yeah. and, that, and I don't have a problem with that. And so, you know, I don't even know how you can create a metaverse fight. I don't know, uh, <laughs> Daniel, well, like who wants to, I don't know. Well, it, well, and it, the prophecies that it, whenever the mark comes, like it, without it, you won't be able to buy or sell. Yeah, that's it makes sense. So kind of like it does that. because if every if ever all the jobs are in the metaverse and or, or digital or whatever, yeah, yeah, and like there's no, it's like a ghost town in the real world, and everything else is in. I don't even how I don't I wouldn't want I don't want to say I wouldn't want to live, but at the same time I'm like, dude, that doesn't even sound fun. Well, and if we're in the metaverse, our physical bodies become unhealthy yeah and lazy yeah and then we're not able to take care of ourselves and the earth and you know it's just like it just all makes sense if you really sit there and think about it yeah so <laughs> Which I guys, don't want you to sit there don't and buy the new it. cell phones <laughs> or the or the uh what are they called the goggle things. oh i don't even oculus yeah oculus yeah. yeah those things it's it, it just it mind blows me just to, mind yeah that's me. what it was it was like glasses like oculus they put on that movie guys i don't know the name of the movie uh You'll have to but i do up. think mr t was in it that was that was the biggest thing i remember yes because mr t's awesome so yeah. um but I, I would just think you know yeah i don't know what else to say on that but yeah we just got to be careful i think uh and like you know what we've been talking about is how you have to have a faith outlook perception on this whole thing. And if it's fear outlook, I'm just telling you, you're not fear comes from focusing on the lies of the devil. That's where fear comes from. Yeah. But faith comes from focusing on the truth of the word of God. That's right. why it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. How can one believe if they don't have a preacher? If they don't hear the word, and so um, it is, yes, yeah, so important to be aware of that and have a spiritual connection with God, and and to be in a, yeah in a relationship with Him because you're not you don't need to find your answers from other people and other conspiracy theories. It needs to be from the Word, yeah, from your direct discernment, yeah, of in in your intimate relationship with Him, just like with the vaccine thing. Yeah, that, you know, I I remember. Uh, and, and I, I try to make this all as spiritual as pop possible because that's what it is. And I think we don't think it is. And we're trying to think of schematics and uh, strategies. How can we do this, Joel? I just said, spend time with him. Just spend time with him. I remember, and I shared this before, and I think of it like this because, you know, we get, 
you're always going to hear news, guys. You're not going to, there's no, you can't just walk into Best Buy without hearing things, you know, or music or, you know, going to someone's house, they're going to have a television on or something. It's not like you can avoid it, especially if you're doing God's work. That's you right. know what I mean? Um, yeah, you know, some, the some, life of a, of a, a evangelist. Yeah, you, you can't do what God's called you to do, and you're going to hear things. So I'm not condemning you if you've heard things bad or even seen things bad, because, you know, there's people I saw that were ministering with God by the Spirit at Mardi Gras, getting women saved that were topless. Yep. And I'm like, can you do that? You're like, yeah. yeah, guys, go don't watch worry. You, White YouTube yeah, you can, you can go <laughs> minister to people mm -hmm. that are in the middle of sin. That's right. And you cannot be, you, there's a way of not being tempted. It is possible. Where else are you going to find them? Yeah. They're, like, be yeah, they're, they're at Marty. I saw people uh, ministering to people, praying for people that were, uh, I think, still on drugs and they were getting healed. It was awesome. And so, um, uh, and I think sometimes we think, oh, there's no way God, we just got to seclude ourselves. That's not what he's called us to be. He called you to be a city on a hill. Mm -hmm. And the more you uh, hide and the more you run and, the, and out of healthy intentions, mm -hmm. uh, you can't see my uh, paraphrase. Quotations. Right? Yeah, quotations up. <laughs> but uh, it, it's, it's fear-based and we have to realize this. He has called you. I, I, I told Michelle, I said, I don't care if I send my kid to public school. He's going to grow up thinking that I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. That's right. We don't have to be afraid of the devil. The devil needs to be afraid of you when That's you walk into that school. That is right. And I tell that to, I said, I want you, like, you know what he- That's he, the confidence that he wants us to have. have. Yeah, he is afraid of me. When yeah. I go in there, I have the light of God on the inside of me. Right. And then whenever there's light, there is no darkness where there's light. Right. The problem is many of you, you don't know you have the light. You have the light yeah. and darkness. I'm not saying there's any, there's not an ounce of darkness in light. There's yeah. not an ounce of darkness. So right. the brighter your light shines, darkness is not even a competition. I don't think you realize this. There is no competition. If light's on, darkness leaves. It's just, that's what it is. That's science. That's right. And so when you show up, <laughs> darkness science. leaves. Okay? Yeah. Darkness leaves. It is no battle. There is no competition. When light shows up, darkness leaves. Darkness is only the and absence trembles, of light. Man. Yeah, and yes. That, that can even be just in a public situation. Like when you are a, a very open um, Christian, like just to, for an example, like a pastor, mm -hmm. when they walk into the room and it's a more of a secular setting mm -hmm. of just sitting there, maybe they're. They're at a city meeting or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but or maybe not even that. But like, and, I, and I'm not, I'm not gonna get into the whole alcohol thing. But like, but if they're sitting there drinking, drinking yes. and, and doing anything, as soon as a pastor walks in, it's like, oh. well, you know, and too, uh, I think a lot of us we we disguise our um, insecurities and our fear with a. a uh, annoying confidence and we say it's boldness but really it's we we yell like ah, la, 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 la. you should uh, uh. i'm like well i think what you're saying is you're insecure about what you really are because if you stepped it you wouldn't be uncomfortable if you're secure mm. you know what i mean you wouldn't right. be this uncomfortable if you're that secure in who you were like you know if i walk into a situation and people are drinking and cussing i'm not going to be uncomfortable that's right. Because I know what's inside of me mm -hmm. is greater than what's inside of them. That's right. And what many of us, we don't realize is we don't know if what's inside of me is greater than what's on side of them. And that's why in the Old Testament, when you touch something evil, you became 
unclean. But Jesus gave us a new way. Now, when you touch something sick, it becomes healed in the New Testament. And you got to realize that. That's what we got to get to is like we we have we are segregating almost so much the Christians we're called to be the salt of the earth and salt is what gives taste to things. And if you are not salting the earth, what we do is like on a plate, I always think of it like this is uh, when you have a plate and you have food and you salt it, you don't put all the salt in one area because that gag it's gagging. And what many of us (laughs) believers do, all of us, we huddle up in one little spot and it's kind of gagging. You know what I mean? We're supposed to be, equally dispersed throughout the whole area to give flavor to everything and maybe it's like oh no we can't be in politics that's evil <laughs> well no wonder the devil's uh, dominating no, evil. no we can't we can't be in <laughs> entertainment or hollywood that's evil well no wonder it's so evil because you have said no that's not for the salt of the earth well we need to bring salt to it yeah. and uh, we can't be in business god doesn't god the love of money is the root of all evil well then don't love it yeah. Don't love money. That's yeah. it's simple. You know, uh, learn to get. That's why I told it's easier for a rich man to go through. Uh, you know, all the whole thing. Uh, it's it's hard for a rich man to make it to heaven. Well, because it said their trust was in their goods and their love of money. Yeah. He goes. It doesn't mean if you are rich, you love money. It's saying he's talking about those that love their money. And so what happens is we have separated ourselves and said God can only be God in the church. That's the only way revival happened. I was like, no, revival will happen is when we take the spirit into every avenue of life yeah. and you cannot retreat anymore. Yeah. God has called some people to go to this area, to go to this area. And, you, and some people might even told them, no, don't go to that area. That's ungodly. And you're like, well, let's make it godly. Yeah. Let, let's make it holy. Let's make let's it spirit light to the darkness. Let's bring light to the darkness. Yeah. I mean, we, I, wouldn't you say we need some light in the darkness, great movies. It doesn't even have to be directly about Jesus, but it can bring a principle of God into you and put in you like, you know, and build you up. You know, yeah. there are movies I've been put, I think that have been put out by Christians, spirit led, and they made them and God was all over them. And it didn't directly say the word Jesus, but it put something even the world needed to hear mm. that God needed to say to people. They might not even heard it if it had was laced with Jesus. Yeah. Because some people are like, oh, it's a Jesus movie. I'm not going to watch it. Oh, it's a Passion of Christ, which I love the Passion of the Christ. Yeah, great movie. But, you know, God doesn't, everything you can do can point somebody to Jesus. I remember Church on the Move in Tulsa, Oklahoma did a, did a big event one time and this guy they this guy came in from new york i believe and he was a violinist and he was there and he was not saved he was an atheist and they did an event and he said it was so beautiful i began to weep and he said this has to be and he goes the part that made me give my life to jesus wasn't even the part they said about jesus it was this it was something so beautiful they did and he goes it brought me to my knees and i just began to cry and said god has to be real and it pointed them to jesus you know what i mean something like we didn't (laughs) and that's why i say it's like don't hide anymore what god has put inside of you just go out and do it don't be afraid you know especially with revelation time you know we need it all the more we need it all the more right now and so um what if someone that is listening um it doesn't even consider themselves a christian because i so i do have a few people that listen that are um 
skeptical of God that don't really believe in God. And I'm so glad that they do listen. Yeah. <laughs> um, like for them, what is something that you would say to them that well, don't really believe in the Bible? Well, it, it may have, it's many different reasons. I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to, and I don't want to, if you are that and you are listening to this and you are, um, you know, uh, you're, you say you're atheist for this reason. If God is good, why would he do this? Right, right. Or, you know, I, I don't know all the reasons behind this, but, um, most of it is they reason. There's some sort of reason. Uh, this is Zelda music. Uh, there's reason. <laughs> it's my husband's uh, text tone. <laughs> uh, there is reasons why they they reasoned it. Basically, mm-hmm. and I, I always think of like that's more of a Western thought. I don't, I don't, uh, sometimes we don't realize because we're in our own bubbles. There's bubbles. There's so many bubbles out there in cultures. There's it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, there is the bubbles of you know. You go to Bible school, there's a bubble. You go to a different kind of school, there's a different kind of a culture you get there. Even the United States in itself is a different culture than like Africa. Uh, in Africa, they have more, in, especially in certain areas, they have more spiritual mindset, or I shouldn't say mindset, inkling more than they have a reasoning inkling. I remember this one evangelist shared the story about how he went to, and there was thousands of people in the crowd. And he said, does anyone know what an atheist is? And he said there was literally maybe two hands that raised their hands up. And then the evangelist said, this is what an atheist is. An atheist is a person that doesn't believe in God. He said as soon as he said that, and this is thousands of people, people just started laughing. They just started laughing, like, how can, how is this even possible that someone even not believe in there's God? And now these that must be who I heard it from yeah, before. It, yeah, and it, it yeah. Was, and he said, because over there, he goes, the spirit world is more real than the the reasoning world but see in the western yeah. thought the reasoning world sometimes is more uh are they wrong over there in africa and are you right do you have all the answers and they're crazy you know it's it, gonna realize it's our culture they think you're crazy the same way you think they're crazy and so because okay. they start you know what i mean and so uh just because we're more reasoning based mm-hmm. and it's like i need something like this that they're like what do you mean? We grew up with witchcraft. This is like what we do. And you might say that's archaic. That is, oh my goodness. But they think you're archaic. They think you're crazy. They think you're like, you're nuts like for thinking this. Well, and and the, the, the witchcraft over there is so open. Ours is a little bit more... Hush, hush, hush. Or, and, and for some people, they think, oh, that's just a bunch of mumbo jumbo. We just think there's no way that stuff's real. And, I, I, and there are there are fake people out there. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean we got illusionists, and they where some people think, oh, they're demon possessed. Like, no, they're just illusionists, guys. Come on, they're just a card trick. They, I can show you how to do that. Yeah. They have, they have uh, but anyways, but uh, I think what we need to do is we need to evaluate ourselves, especially like, let's say God is real, and if I were to prove to you without a doubt God is real, would you serve Him? And many of them say no. I've asked them, especially like, you know, atheists. And I'm not saying you, you would say no, but they'd say no. I said, well, that has nothing to do with reasoning then. It's yeah. a heart problem. Yep. It, it always is. It always starts with a, with a heart problem. There's a heart. Sure. And, and I'm not saying you're evil. Mm-mm. I'm not saying that, it, that you it's, are. It's just a deception. It, there is, there's, a, there's a covering there that you can't see. And 
he's good. Like I'm telling you, he but is. But then a, they think we're the ones that are deceived, and we're yes, the fools. Yes, yes, we are deceived. We are the fools. But I, I'm not trying to, because I, I, I know uh, even I am deceived sometimes. Like I have yeah, I blinders mean, we're up and broken I, people. Yeah, we're all and we're all trying to get to the place where God wants us to be, and we That's all. Right. Some of us are on our ABCs, and we're on two, three. Some of us are working on a little bit de- deeper things, and but. Either way, we're all trying to get to the point of Jesus, right. and so that's where we're all going. And so, um, it's the only fulfillment you'll ever get is that is from Him. And yeah. so, um, you know, and I would just say, give. That's why it says we walk by faith, not by sight. And uh, it is a true step of faith to say, "I believe in Jesus." Yeah, it is. Whether you whether you want to get to that point where you're never going to know all the answers, yeah. but there's always that pulling to say, "Jesus is real." Jesus is real. There's always that pulling. And so you can sit there and you can say, until I get all the evidence. It's like, you don't even have all the evidence for the things you believe in now. You just took a step of faith to believe what you do. And why don't you use your faith for the thing it's supposed to have faith in? And uh, for instance, I, I think of it like this is like, you know, cause some people believe in the big bang theory and they believe it. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a, uh, explosion. Mm. which I do believe it probably was an explosion, but from a different source, it was from God. And, um, but I said, imagine this, what are the chances of this happening? I said, imagine you've got a whole bunch of goop, a whole bunch of junk, a whole bunch of stuff, just mixed it all in a giant ball. And then you threw a big stick of dynamite in this huge ball and it exploded. And then, uh, you went and went through all the ruins of this big ball and you found a MacBook. Mm-hmm. You would say, who put this MacBook here? You wouldn't say, oh my gosh, that explosion made a MacBook. <laughs> you would never say that. You would never reason that, you know what I mean? Yes. I was like, that's, and that's to me, is like, because a human being in life itself is far more complex than even a MacBook. Every scientist believes that. Yeah. You're not an accident. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? No. You didn't ex- explode it. I did not come accidentally and grow into this over millions of years. That w- the, the chances of that, I say, man, dude, you got some faith that I don't have. I don't know if you listened to the last uh, atheist episode we did. I, I don't um, think I listened to some. Michelle had it Oh, on. yeah, yeah. My, Michelle's my sounding board, yeah. so you get to hear it sometimes. But um, my friend Matt from Beyond Church and, uh, and my friend Cody who has been on the show before as an atheist and they had a conversation and at the end of like the three hours, I was just like, I, I mentioned something to him about how, you know, cause he's very analytical. He likes to, he wants proof. And so I'm, I, I've asked him. There's believers like that too though. Yes. there, Yeah. And that's kind of why I've, I have had an analytical Christian mm-hmm. uh, on before with him, but they I've mentioned this before to him off air too, kind of like, do you ever, instead of zooming in, do you ever back out a little bit and look at the big picture? Like the, the beauty of a snowflake, the beauty of a sunset, like the, the fact that we, all of our, um, there's no person in this world that looks exactly like me. I may have someone that looks similar to me, mm-hmm. but the facial construction, there's everything. There's no such thing as doppelgangers. Right. right. I mean, there, there could possibly be someone that does look like me mm-hmm. a little bit, but there's no, there's no way that someone the is exactly code. like, yes. I mean, it just, it, and you could you do all of these sciencey things and talk about how, well, that's because of this, but 
I feel like science and and spirituality they they go together. The, They're like, not two separate things, and no. I think science, true science, always points to Jesus. It really does. And I'm not against that because some people are like, well, how, can you explain the earth and how old it is? And I'm like, no, I can't. But I guarantee you science can. <laughs> and yeah, science can. Yeah. And it will back up what the word says. And they say, well, what? This? I was like, the, the Bible doesn't say how old the earth is. Now, it says how long the life of man is. Yeah. But it doesn't say how old the earth is. Yeah. It said, you know, at the beginning, God created heaven and heavens and the earth and the earth became void and then and not till after that did it say he start he created man you know and so and all the plant life and all that stuff and so um yeah because some people even say that the earth is millions of christians that believe earth is millions of years old yeah, yeah. and i'm who like knows? who knows i'm yeah. like all i know is this the source is god that's right the source is god that, yeah it's like i don't really care like i mean I do, but I, I don't. I do, I do care, but like, I, ultimately, I only care about the life that I'm living right now on this earth. How I can, how I can uh, lead people to the Lord, and how I can be a servant for Him. That's mm-hmm. really all I care about. Are you needing a new headshot or photos for your website or social media pages? I will be holding quick headshot sessions on April second in Van Buren, Arkansas. My business, Kelsey Joe Photography, has been specializing in portrait photography for almost 15 years. I would love the opportunity to meet you and take your updated headshot or marketing photos for your business. Please visit KelseyJoePhotography.com. I spell Kelsey, K-E-L-S-I-E, or visit us on Facebook and Instagram to book your session. These will be held on April 2nd. Can't wait to see you. The Lord has put something on my heart throughout this that, like, I want to talk about, which I've actually never publicly talked about. I've probably mentioned it to maybe a few people, and few of those people have probably been your wife. <laughs> but back in my beginning of my journey, with my renewed faith with Christ, I, you know, that the beginning stages, you're just so hungry, and mm-hmm. you're so just like, which I feel like we need to be like that all the time. But right. that new, that new childlike faith that you have at the at the beginning mm-hmm. that you have to strengthen over time. I was, it was, I was laying in bed. It was at the, you know, middle of the night, and I started praying to God, and um, I, I said, hey, like, you know, I, I, I hear that you talk to people, and you give people words, and you and you enlighten them, and you give them visions, like, can you give me something? I, and and that, now that I look back, I'm like, oh, Kelsey. <laughs> mm-hmm. In that moment, I laid there for a little while, just in like a calm, um, you know, state of mind of just like, praying to him and this was before I had really dug into the Bible and um, so I didn't have any scripture memorized whatsoever or or anything of, of that sort but I heard it wasn't audible but it was in my you know in my inside spirit. of me in your spirit in my spirit and you I, all have a spirit just so you know yes <laughs> if you're a believer don't think she's weird or when you say that you are a born yeah. again spirit when you go in the ground you leave yeah and if you okay. think i'm weird it's okay i don't care it's in the bible just so it, you know. yeah um, in my spirit i heard thief in the night and in my head i was thinking thief in the night i've heard that before is that from a movie like that that is, yeah, that how, is a movie that is how new i think that is how new I was in that. And I'm, I'm explaining that because I don't want people to be like, oh, well, you already knew that scripture. You already knew that. I 
remember I picked up my phone and I was like, thief in the night. Like I Googled it. And of course there's like multiple scriptures because it's, it's mm-hmm. about um, Jesus coming back and he's going to come like a thief in the night. You are have, you, you will have no idea. And I just kind of dug into that myself. But since then, you know, I always questioned like, okay, well, what, what's he trying to tell me? Is he telling me that the, it's going to happen in my lifetime? Is it going to happen in my children's lifetime? Like I was like, what if, what if, what if, but as I grew in my maturity with him and my intimacy with him, I, over time, like I can sit here right now and tell you that I may not know that it is in my season of life, but I think that he was telling me that to say, Hey, like I'm coming back regardless. So if you're going to prepare your children, yeah, if you need to prepare your children for this mm-hmm. so that if it does happen in their lifetime or in their, in your grandchildren's right. lifetime, they can prepare and I will equip you for all of this. And it's something that I've never publicly shared because I'm not one to be super open about like my personal talks with God. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like sometimes they need to be, you know, prayed about in, in private, but just this whole time I just he reminded me of it and I was like should I mention it like do you want me to say it is this just my flesh that wants to say it and since this whole time like the end I was like okay I gotta say it I think that that's why it's so important for us as Christians to to have that one-on-one relationship with him and to not quit looking for other people to validate your conspiracy uh, idea of things and like, yeah, it's okay to talk about them just kind of how we did about the metaverse and all that. But the most important part is to have that relationship with Christ and to have that intimacy with him. And it's not a, it's not a you intimacy. When people hear intimacy, they're like sex. Yeah. It's, they're weird. Yeah. <laughs> you can see where their mind's at. <laughs> right. Right. It is. It is a very intimate relationship that you have with the Holy spirit that can bring you to tears. I mean, I have been in my closet, like on the ground, just crying because of the joy and the peace that he brings me. And I just think that it's so important to, uh, to have that. Mm-hmm. So sorry. I went on a little a thief. In the night. Yeah. Comes in a thief in the, as a thief. In the, and I think sometimes people think, cause in that scripture, it talks about how it would be like the days of Noah is what it says. Yes. And people are thinking, well, it's going to be bad like Noah. No, actually, it says right after what it's going to be like. People are going to be going about their business. Mm. Bef- and they were doing just doing, living their normal. And they had much joy. Yeah. And they had they were just going about their business. And he's going to come. Yeah. And you're thinking, we're all going to know. It's going to be like war. Everyone will be lined up. And we're going to have guns in our hands. And it's like, no, you're going to be about your daily business. Yeah. And it's he's going to come. Just like the rain came with Noah is what it's saying. It's saying you're not going to know and you're going to be about life as usual and whatever's on the inside. You're just probably going to be walking out what you normally do. And so whatever that you're normally doing, that's when he's going to come. It's not going to be when you're thinking he's coming. It's going to be probably at a time of so much peace and then he's going to come. And so it's like... (sighs) It sometimes makes me wonder, and this is my crazy side of my brain, that's like... What if this whole podcast is for people after the rapture and they're like, okay, like why, why are people no longer here? It, I don't think it was the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> no. Speaking of, I've been looking at the alien on your alienware computer over there. Oh my gosh. 
I've been looking at that the whole time. I was like, demon, demon. <laughs> and it's in it's in sleep mode, so it's like it. Yeah. Anyway, it's a gaming computer. Yeah, they're guys, the best, they're yes, the best a, for image. Yeah, Alienware. You know, they're popular computers, guys. I'm not saying you're demon possessed. Alien. That is no, so funny. But anyways, yes. It's so who knows? I don't know how they're gonna do it or how the devil's got it all schemed up. How he yeah. wants to do it, but God has given you revelation and wisdom for when it does happen, and so right. uh, even preparation as like he spoke to. Uh, Kelsey here and trying to like hey he's gonna let you know things he'll give you in on secrets and stuff mm -hmm. secrets you can handle yeah, some secrets some people can't handle because they're gonna go right back to fear that's so true because I've I've had other things that have he'll speak to some people some things yeah. like why does he speak to me not? because you wouldn't be able to handle it like yeah. you know some people are like I wish God would speak to me that way like when he reveals things about other people it's like yeah he wouldn't tell you because you'd gossip about it yeah you know, you would tell or you it. or you would um, like, for instance, for me, like there's there's some things that I've had um, him speak to me and I don't know the answers of those yet. And I'm mm. still praying for those. And sometimes, well, you just answered the question for me is that maybe he hasn't answered me because he knows I can't handle it right now. Maybe, maybe yeah. I maybe I would um, I would do fleshly things with it versus spiritual things with yeah. it. Yeah, And sometimes he gives you steps to the, you know, sometimes he doesn't reveal you the whole thing because he wants you to walk by faith. That's but right. the, the fact that he's revealing anything to you, just treasure it. You know, mm -hmm. treasure that. It's, it, I do, I do. Yeah. And, and so I think that's important. I think sometimes like, well, the, he knows more than you do. And if he gave you that, it's very important that you know that. And it so, is. I love um, that. Um, yeah. yeah. And so like, I, you know, with all this thing, it's like, you know, I think the end times is, it doesn't even affect me at all. I don't care. Honestly, <laughs> I think we need to know because the because God gave revelation to us, but it doesn't affect me in that way. I think more than anything is what I try to share to people about the end times. It's like if you're you're hiding because of it, it's not time to hide no more. Yeah. It's time to release that light, your little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. We sing about it, but we don't do it. Yeah, and so we just need to just do it, Nike. Just do it. And well, so. Thank you for coming on. And really, I mean, I, it's crazy because always like when we do podcasts, I'm like, um, oh, well, this is going to be great for the audience. And then at the end of it, I'm like, man, this just strengthened my faith. Like mm, having yeah. these conversations are so important, even if we weren't recording ourselves for yeah. everybody to hear. I think that is, you know, we don't need to isolate. We need to have these conversations. Um, and don't be afraid to ask questions. Like, I know we joked that, like, pastors always get asked all these end-time questions. No, I joke because it, I think people have genuine fears and stuff sometimes. Yeah. And so I try to bring peace to them. I'm like, and, and I'm, not a, I'm not preaching a gospel of avoidance. Like, oh, this isn't happening. You're like, mm -hmm. no, I'm just pre I'm just preaching that you have authority over things. Yeah. And so, because I think sometimes people think, just act like it doesn't exist. I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm saying you take the authority that Jesus Christ gave you himself and you go use it. That's right. And because just, uh, I know you're trying to wrap up here, but <laughs> just like how. We know, I know it, you have trouble with this. You know, at the, you know, uh, the devil at the end times with the, all the false prophet and antichrist, you notice who the devil uses. It's not him. He's using people to get his job done. Likewise, because God created it that way. He said, I've given man dominion mm -hmm. on this earth. Who do you think? God just don't do it, do, do whatever he wants, whenever he wants. Yeah. Otherwise he'd make you pay your tithe. Otherwise he'd make you <laughs> stop Ooh, doing this. He gives you <laughs> right. dominion and authority. And sometimes we're like, God, why did God do this? I was like, 
when we watch, you know, like if you're a Cowboys fan, you never, you don't blame Jerry Jones when someone drops the ball. <laughs> you blame the player. Yeah. And a lot of times what we do is we blame God when it has nothing to do with God. And it's like, no, he's supposed to do something about it out yeah. there on the field. And we're the players on the field right now. And God has given us this authority and power to go and be light and do it. I'm not avoiding it. I'm just saying the devil has no authority over me. That's right. He has no power over me. That's right. And so I don't, I just, I act like he don't exist in that aspect. Like, oh, he may be doing things, but I'm going to take care of him real quick. Right. You know, and I'm not, I don't, I don't say you don't turn cold shoulders to the devil. You confront him right. and you deal with him when you uh, interact with something is of him, but you don't just go play hide and seek. That's not how God ever created his believers to be, yeah. to be hide and seek Christians. Mm -hmm. No, you, you're a believer. Just act like it now. Just like Jesus did. And yeah. I think that sometimes we're like, and then even like, you know, you can, you know, I, I, I'm sorry. But like we complain about our president. I, I've heard a lot of Christians and it annoys me. I said, is that what the Bible said to do? Complain about your leaders? No. He said, pray. Mm -hmm. Why? Because you have authority. Yeah. You have authority. Mm -hmm. And if you want him to stop hearing from the devil, which you think you, he, he is, pray that he would hear from heaven. You know what I mean? If you don't like, you know... Can you I, imagine what would happen if it had a, yeah, a revival it, and uh, everybody was going around preaching the gospel? Yeah, it, true revival <laughs> happens not when it happens in the church as much as it happens. You know revival is happening when it's, if it's hitting the government, it's hitting the yep. economy. Yep. That's true revival. And a lot of us, we only want to have revival in the church. And God's like, you're not on my wavelength. Yeah. I want to have revival everywhere because <laughs> when Jesus comes back, he's going to show you what it was supposed to look like. That's right. He's going to be ruling in businesses he's going to be running in government he's going to be right. everything and guess what there'll probably still be a hollywood but it's going to be running the way it was supposed to be run yeah you, right. you know what i mean i think sometimes we think all we do is skip around in heaven with little wings but it's going to be a lot like earth it's going to be a lot like earth because right. it is going to be on earth and he's going to show us this is how it was supposed to be done yes this is how it's supposed to be run and so um okay we really do have no, okay I'm, i'll shut up i'll <laughs> shut up i'm sorry kelsey no you're good yeah i'm the same way so uh hey do do some shout outs for your church where where are you located and we uh, are hours? in uh chaffee fort chaffee mm -hmm. uh kingdom church we are uh i don't know how to explain where we are it's in a <laughs> i don't just know find us. just find us kingdom church in fort smith uh but it's the chaffee area so uh we don't go through the military base don't like go in the military we are right next to the main <laughs> entrance to the military base yeah. so you go down it's i think it's wintergreen avenue you go down there and you take a left on uh nevada and we're down there yeah and so um what are, when's your service we have service on sunday mornings 10 30 we do wednesday night stuff at 6 30 youth children's and all that and uh sunday mornings 10 30 yeah so uh we planned the church about like i don't even remember when it was 2020 end of 2020 right in the middle of a pandemic man yep. god is good yeah and so everything's going good and uh we would love to have you yeah. there i love your church too i've got to visit and it's it's a wonderful church and i definitely feel um like it's god is breathing on it and it's gonna do some really great things um for his kingdom for sure Kingdom Church, baby. Kingdom Church. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thanks, Joel. Thanks for coming on. You're and welcome. let's get you out of here so you can safely get home and don't uh, wreck. All right. Bye. All right. Thanks. Bye. bye. <laughs> 
Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you would like more information on this podcast, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook under Picturing Purpose Podcast. Find us on Anchor as well as every major streaming service. If you are excited for this journey and want to see this podcast thrive, there are many ways you can help. The most simple thing you can do is by leaving a five-star review on your streaming service of choice. Reviews help podcasts so much. Another easy thing, anytime you see a post from the Picturing Purpose Podcast social media pages, please comment, like, and share. This generates a bigger audience and brings more listeners. You never know, one of your friends may need to hear an encouraging word. I need daily motivation myself. Last, but definitely not least, if you want to see this podcast fulfill its purpose, your donations are incredibly appreciated. Keeping the podcast up and running is an extra cost I have taken on and will continue to do as needed. I know that God will always provide because this podcast is His. Not only will donations go to the making of the podcast, but Picturing Purpose will be blessing a portion of its monthly earnings to people in need. Whatever God puts on my heart is where the money will go. There is no donation too small, and you can also set up reoccurring payments. Even $5 a month would be super helpful. If you are unable to donate, your prayers are powerful. Please pray for this podcast and that it continues to serve its purpose and spread the love of Christ. Our hope is that Picturing Purpose is an encouragement to anyone that needs it and that we create strong, confident, and motivated disciples. Thank you for your support.